are surfing through another dimension, a dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming, of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho, existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. Let's drop through Just to see you every day You're so hot, hot, hot I need a sleeve to hold you If only that would be okay And I know You only want me for my tips And I want you for something that sounds like tips You're driving me crazy with these tasty pasties Welcome back, welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone, a place I think where I want a coffee. Yeah, you ready? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know when we had Russ uh, Russ Parrish in here from uh, Tin Man. He owns that hot chocolate. We got to go visit that boy. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, we might have an in with that. Got oh. get some free coffee, freebies. <laughs> yeah, get some pictures taken. Yeah, you know we should have invited his girls down to the event. Yeah, we what screwed we that thinking? one up. Yeah, we screwed. <laughs> we certainly did. We still got. He's gonna. He, five days. Uh, Tin Man has a CD release party coming up here pretty soon. We'll give you the details. I wonder if they'll be there. Hmm. I don't know. If they aren't, I don't know who's running the show uh, over there. It's at Louis G, so it might be, you know, family friendly, not ex- uh, not exactly happening. Yeah, they're wearing like, you know, chiffon sweaters. And <laughs> hey, can you uh, pot up Saint's uh, mic there? Yep. Saint, what's happening, brother? What's happening? Now pot him down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Saint wanted to talk so bad. I know. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, pot, pot him up. I'm sorry. Saint, uh, you, <laughs> oh, dude, this guy does wow. not know how to, you know, Cooth. Yeah, oh, does geez. not exist in his vocabulary. Saint, we don't hear from I'm Saint. calling your mother again. No, I'm you, you narrow. We uh, tell her to log on so she can hear her son swear. We don't yeah. hear from the Saint too much. <laughs> Um, Actually, we hear from him all day long. It's just you well, guys just not yeah. on the microphone. On the microphone, people don't hear from the saint too much. But, but he does a great job. Saint does That's a great job. He, he works hard. And uh, what does the saint do again? What does he do? <laughs> He's the social media director. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. That's no. kind of like HR. What I, I wanted, but I wanted to talk He's to the website. Saint, uh, tell <laughs> us, doing a great job. Tell us about some stuff you got going on in the website that people not might not know about. I. I know you have. <laughs> he's he's well, holding this damn Mike's Hard lemonade in his hand while you're asking this question. It's like it's this is like not, a bad interview from the office or something. Just, you know, it's like, is it cool if I drink a Mike's Hard while you guys interview me? <laughs> all right, go ahead and finish whatever you're doing. Uh, first of all, I want you to tell people about the the email um, thing they can sign up for. That's cool. And then tell people about That's there. a lot of the different. <laughs> that yeah, it, it is there. there Thank there's you. There's a button for that. I put that on the website. <laughs> That's what I knew. You can get the podcast in your email if you want to do that, or Stitcher, or Mediafly, Mediafly, or TuneIn. TuneIn. Yeah. These are all things you set up. Sure. And yeah. so people just click the icon off our page, and it'll take them to the instructions. Yes, sir. Uh, and I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, son. Mm. <laughs> he's like he's down uh, at the army recruitment <laughs> office or something. Yes, they sir. want me to have manners, and then they don't. So okay, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> you also work hard on the NWCZ radio uh, webpage, and yep. uh, tell some people about the features you have going on there that you know uh, a lot of people might not know about. 
everybody knows about it. It's oh. at the top of the page. It says, find that band. And then you, turn, you type in the name of the band or a song. Well, thank you, Saint. We and really appreciate <laughs> you dropping by and filling us in on all the cool things going on on our site. So. Where does one find this? <laughs> all right well that didn't go as well as i thought but uh um, there's reasons why some people aren't on the microphone it might be <laughs> but yeah i don't know this might be he a, works a, really freaking hard though a semi-annual uh thing you know <laughs> getting, getting him on the mic for four or five minutes and what, see what happens. he's been uh, on Mike's more than heart. wonder boy and, he's, I know. <laughs> and squeeze combined now uh yeah, all right we hey. don't want to get squeeze on there because all they'll do is curse I know, man. What's up with that foul mouth back there? It's, it's like that's why I sit with my back to him, and when I get done, I have to wipe the back of my head off. It's like just full of this like blue goo. Oh God! <laughs> it's Seahawk goo to you. It's yeah, Mister Seahawk goo to you. Yeah. All right, you know we're talking about the big uh, shindig, our anniversary party that's coming up on June third, Friday. That's this coming Friday. And it is a free event to attend at the Furwood Rock Lounge, downtown Tacoma, 7th and Pacific. We have four bands lined up for you to rock your night away. And uh, is, that what the boy, is that what the kids say now? Yes. That's the, the, that is the f- proper vernacular. Yes. Rock your night away. Hey, man, we're going to go rock our night away. Let's that's go. That's what I heard. Let's that's, what I th- that's what I'm thinking. I was I'm trying- really excited about what we're doing tonight. <laughs> We're going to go rock the night away at the Furwood <laughs> Rock Lounge with some Northwest guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we have a great lineup for you, and uh, we've been talking to them throughout the show. And uh, one of the bands on the bill is the band out of Seattle, Quickie, who they're fast approaching the 100,000 mark on their video for Bikini Barista. And uh, they, they're, they're hard at work on a brand new CD, and I know they're going to uh, unload some new stuff on us cool. at, the, at the big anniversary party. So we're excited to have those guys on the bill. We caught up with Lou, the lead singer, and this is what he had to say about it. Make me everybody another band on the bill friday june 3rd at the northwest convergence zone second anniversary party they will be making their debut in tacoma and of course we're talking about quickie and we have lou on the line front man front singer of quickie lou how's it going man good who was that band you were playing because they're fucking cool (laughs) that was high noon horizon (laughs) they're awesome are they on the bill as well they are (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to see those guys. We're That's stacked, awesome. man. We're stacked. We got Love High you. Noon Horizon, uh, The Hard Count, you guys, Quickie, and Perry Acker. It's going to be a hell of a night. That's, it, it is going to be a hell of a night. That's great. And and uh, and rumor has it we wear plastic bags. Is that what I was told? <laughs> That's That might Everybody be, yeah, there that, that might okay. be a, a good idea. That's uh, great. That, That's what great. I'm hearing. That's so, awesome. uh, what's going on in the uh, in the Quickie Camp? I know you guys are working on a new CD, and uh, how how are things progressing with that? Yeah, uh, that's it's our uh, actually it's uh, what they call that. It's kind of like our B sides, basements and B sides. 
Um, and that's being mastered right now. And uh, what, what is our working title? It's I think it's called uh, uh, Sequels, Sex, and Superheroes. So it's six <laughs> songs, six amazing songs. Actually, it's uh, six songs that are very different than uh, probably what everybody's heard before, or just a little bit more of, a, I don't know, just some keyboards, a little more kookiness and and uh, I don't know, they're fun. They're really just kind of strange, but I, I really had a good time writing them. So it's great. So now um, I know you guys. I was I've been following your uh, the progression of the Bikini Barista video, and you guys cracked the one hundred thousand mark, right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks to you guys, actually. <laughs> you guys have helped us a lot on that. But yeah, we hit the one hundred thousand plus, and. I know that's not very Rebecca Black or whatever that girl's name is, but <laughs> yeah, man, for for a local band, that's pretty freaking great. You yeah, know, it's, it's 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 so much work. I mean, people just you know, people don't realize it, and you know, and thank you, everybody, everybody's watched that and 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 listened to that song and and all that. I, we really appreciate it. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. That is definitely. Uh, you know, a milestone worth noting uh, as far as being a local independent band and, uh, you know, just by word of mouth and so forth. So a lot of bands wish they could say they had 100,000 people watching their video. Yeah, no, I mean, and finally we get to do that. That's, it's pretty, it's, it's very cool. It, it's, you know, I'm excited on the inside. I want to kind of try to be humble about it, but man, I'm just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we do. That's cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. And so now I know um, this will be your first trip as a band playing down in Tacoma. How you guys feel about that? You nervous? Are you nervous about the big T-Town reputation? What what reputation is that? I, I just hear <laughs> that they drink a lot and have fun. Is there something I'm missing? <laughs> you might want to Google I mean, it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. We're actually we're very excited to play down there and, um, you know, uh, finally get to play. I, we actually had a show booked a while back, and it, it got closed down. I, I don't remember if I told you that. So, you know, hopefully uh, we'll do a little better than than last time and, and, and just have a great show. So we're really excited and the bands we're playing, you know, the bands you guys have for this show, they're, they're all great. So I'm excited to see a lot of the, a lot of the acts and, and hear a couple, you know, specific songs. So I'm, I'm really, really fired up. Oh yeah. Well, we're stoked to have you guys along. Um, you know, we've been playing a lot of your music on NWCZ radio and we're, and we're big fans of quickie and, uh, so you guys will be uh, third on the bill. It'll be High Noon Horizon, then the Hard Count, and then Quickie. So you guys will be hitting oh, like around eleven o'clock. Um, yeah, right when people are nice and toasty. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm just hoping that they will uh, sing and dance, and uh, you know, work on their bop 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 to sing along with us and uh, all that stuff. I heard some crazy stuff though. I, I I somebody emailed me today, and I'm not saying it's from one of your people, but I'm pretty sure it is. Talking about you're going to be out in a g-string that night, so I, I'm just <laughs> I'm not prepared for that visually, but I, I'm I want everybody else to be prepared before we hit the stage and everybody gets to see that mass of beauty. Uh, you know? yeah that that is a that is a vicious rumor that is circulating. That is fact. I know it's fact. No, I, mean, I um. Speaking of G-strings, though, and uh, 
<laughs> and the whole the whole bikini, like, bikini barista thing. I understand you guys are uh, you guys are looking for volunteers for a video. You want to tell folks about that? Oh man, we are this. Yeah, we are working on our next video, and I can't give a lot of detail because that's I guess that's how I am. I know you always say that about me. It's a very cool concept. Looking for people to be a part of it. And uh, I just would love everybody to email us at uh, quickiedemand at gmail.com. Or, yeah, quickiedemand at gmail.com. And it is, it is going to be one of the coolest videos of the year. I mean, I, I, I'm just that confident. It is it's such a great concept. And we need, at a minimum, we need 125 people. We're at about uh, 45 right now. Everybody's got a shot to, to be in it, and it's a totally unique and different concept. And uh, we're, we'll be shooting that in the, over the next few weeks and, and working out all the logistics. But we're, we're working on our test run, and that is going to be for You Make Me Sick. And uh, uh, we're just really excited about it. I mean, it, it, when you're in it, since I know you're going to be in there, yes. you're going to be excited about it too. It's, it's very <laughs> cool. Oh Very yeah! Cool. So everybody, go to uh, and email Lou at quickytheband at gmail dot com if you want to be part of Quickie Music Video History. That's and right. No, no, no bikinis required. No. But obviously, you volunteered. So if you're going to yeah. set the standard and the bar so high, others will follow. Nah. We're just looking for uh, <laughs> fun, fun people that uh, with some great dance moves, not professional, and uh, you know. Just, it should be a very fun video and uh, very weird but cool. Nice, so. nice. <laughs> I look well. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the whole experience because um, I know you guys. I love your sense of humor. I love your uh, tongue-in-cheek kind of quirkiness that you guys bring. And uh, I, I, I think whatever you guys do is is usually brilliant. So I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, are we gonna are we gonna hear any of the new songs off of your uh, upcoming uh, EP? I believe uh, I believe you're gonna hear one or two, and uh, possibly. And uh, <laughs> you know, this has been a battle because uh, there was a request made for a certain specific song, yes. and we've been working on that. So that song's gonna take uh, precedent over the. Uh, one of the other songs that are on the CD, so we're really working on that one because, well, it's we a party song. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a, it is a party song. Yeah, it is a song that everyone knows, and uh, I can't wait to see that. And uh, I hope you you lead the. Uh, well, I'll just say, hope you lead everybody because <laughs> I know it's a. You know, we uh you yeah know, that, we'll talk about that off air. I'll do that in my bikini. How about that? <laughs> that, that I'm already imagining it. That's, that's just hot. That's awesome. Yeah, that's where that's where the g-string comes in. <laughs> there we go. Please, a, a two-piece would be nice. All right, Lou. Well, listen, we're really looking forward to it, and I want everybody to be there Friday, June third, at the Furwood Rock Lounge. Uh, when Quickie hits the stage, we want to give him a big. Tacoma South Sound welcome into our neighborhood and I know they're going to come down and they're just going to they're going to rock your faces off right Lou Yes we are going to rock your faces off 
All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here, uh, out of this segment with uh, one of your newer songs. This is titled Ten Nine Eight. If things go my way, Lou, we will see you on Friday the third, man. Woohoo! Pete, the lead singer from Perry Acker, who will be uh, rocking the house, the Furwood, on, of course, Friday, June 3rd at the Northwest Convergence Zone's second anniversary. Pete, how's it going out there? Hey, it's going good, man. 
I understand you uh, currently are in uh, sunny, warm Eastern Washington. You guys are working it like the troopers that you are. <laughs> yeah, we're over and uh, playing at the Tagaris Winery for the weekend. Nice. Uh, uh, I have not been to that winery. Is it, uh, is it like an outdoor amphitheater? You guys playing indoors? How's that working? It's an outdoor setting, and actually, it's beautiful, man. They got a sweet, like, water feature, and, like, they got these small bonfire pits everywhere for people who are just sitting, and it's it's a real cool setup. I recommend anyone come play here. Nice, nice. Well, we'll have to put that on the uh, must-go visit list when we're in the uh, over. It's in Richland, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Pete, uh, we're really excited about having you guys, uh, Perry Acker, on the bill on Friday, June 3rd for our second anniversary uh, Big Shindig. And uh, before we talk about that, I want to get just get caught up quickly with the, the whole Perry Acker band. You guys have some... Uh, have had some really cool things happen for you. I know the last time we talked, you had just got back from winning the uh, Ford Give Him the Gig contest, and then you were going to go back down and do some recording with uh, the legendary Don Was. Tell us how that went. You know, it was it was an awesome experience. We learned more in two days about songwriting than we have in the last four years, probably. Just, uh, it was he had so much good, I mean, kind of those things he'd tell you and like the light bulb goes off in your head, like, why the heck didn't I think of that? <laughs> and, uh, it, it was an awesome experience. We learned a lot and it was just grateful to be down there. And, uh, so when you were having some interaction with, with him, did, uh, did he have, uh, you know, anything specific to say about, uh, your band, the band Perry Acker or your sound or about any of the stuff that you've recorded so far? What were his overall impressions of you guys? You know, we we did get some really good feedback from him. He thought it was a fresh sound. He said, I haven't heard young guys do stuff like this in a while. I think you guys need to just keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, he helped us out on a couple choruses to get him deliver a little bit more. But overall, it was it was really encouraging. The people we worked with said just Keep on doing what you're doing and uh, play as much as you can. Now, were you nervous the first time you walked in and there he was? Oh, of course. We were like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. What's, what's this guy going to say about us? Is he going to break us down? Or, He was a humble guy. He was really cool. That's not, and he was like, he was, that was right during the time he was uh, appearing on American Idol and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, he, we kind of were juggled around his American Idol schedule, actually, at the time. So look at you guys uh, honing in on Don Was time with the big time American Idol. <laughs> you guys are you guys are blowing up. That's awesome. Now I saw you guys. Um, I think it was a couple of weekends ago at uh, the Hard Rock, and it was a yeah. it was a great bill. It was um, you guys and Sweet Kiss Mama was there, and uh, Ace is up. Ace Ace, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a fantastic bill. But I'll, I'll have to say. Um, being in the audience, there was a pivotal moment of the night that completely brought the house down. And that was when you guys did a cover of the Marshall Tucker band. (laughs) Yeah. Can't you see? Yeah. I mean, everybody, uh, I was just, you know, hanging back watching, just seeing the, the, the reaction of the crowd to the different bands. When you guys laid into that, it was so tight and it was so good. It just brought everybody at the bar, around people who were in conversation, everybody stopped, and all eyes were on Perry Acker. So good job, guys. Hey, thanks, man. 
Well, uh, we're looking forward to having you guys come play on June third, and we're gonna we're gonna line up we're gonna line it up like this. We're gonna hit a we're gonna get three bands on bass. We're gonna high noon horizon, uh, the hard count, and quickie are gonna be on first, second, and third, and then you guys are gonna step up. And I know you're gonna you're gonna bring them all home with the big grand slam. Hey, no, we're looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much for having us come celebrate with you guys. Uh, we're we're looking forward to it, and thank you guys so much for being willing to do it. And everybody, you got to come down on Friday, June third. Hometown heroes Perry Acker will be just rocking the night out, and uh, we're excited to have them up on stage. And you will be uh, remiss if you miss this show. And if you have not seen Perry Acker, it's a it's a total treat. And so, Pete, listen, you guys have a good time out there in Eastern Washington. Get back safe because we want to see you on Friday. Hey, thank you, guys. All right. We will see you then. Tell the boys I said hello. I'll do it. You guys take it easy. Yep, you too. Bye-bye. All right. See you.
it's TK Kasnick for the Northwest Convergence Zone, and today I have Del Van Dyke with me all the way from Sacramento, California. Say hi, Del. What's up? How you doing out there in podcast land? <laughs> We're doing pretty good. Just want to ask you, how long have you been in comedy? Uh, quite a while. It's about 25 years, I'd say. What kind of background do you have? Entertainment, college, Acting, you know, school plays. Oh, yeah? You went to college? What did you get a degree in? I got a degree in health, recreation, physical education, and all that. Has that helped you in comedy? Well, the minor in communication helped me. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Now, and now, but I should have have been my major, but it's my minor, and I'm making money from my minor. (laughs) You told me a little bit that you uh, did a creative and intellectual thinking class. Yeah, creative and analytical thinking. Oh, actually. analytical. Yeah, that, that's what I think sparked the comedy because I got an A in it because my thoughts and the way I put them down on paper and was able to relay, and my stories are always humorous. So why did you start doing comedy? Uh, I wanted to be broke at 45 years old. <laughs> no, hey, I'm with you there. It's, it's a long journey. Comedy is a marathon. It's not a sprint. But I, I want to because it was in me. I, you know, as a kid, I always was really impromptu, making people laugh. Came up with things. You know, just as, a, as ten years old, making grown-ups laugh, and I wasn't even trying to. It was just the way it came across, the way I see things, and I could deliver or express. Definitely think there's a lot of power in comedy. Yes, there is. It is, especially in communicating. You know, a lot of people who hold high high uh, jobs, you know, public speakers or lobbyists or even, you know, doctors, lawyers, they all want to learn the art of comedy because it helps, you know, in their everyday work. It helps if they have a lot of speeches or a lot of seminars. It helps them keep them interesting. Humor keeps everything interesting, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, let's give them a little background so they can see where you came from. You've opened for oh, a lot of really big names, like, Journey and Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. Give us some other names that you've opened for. I've opened for Al Green. Well, I started before I said open. I didn't take. I didn't start out to open in bands. <laughs> I started out to do comedy, but comedy was a hard breaking in into the San Francisco Bay Area. So to su- supplement and be able to get on a stage, I started mastering the art of opening for bands, which I became really good at like an MC type thing. And uh, gotcha. and in comedy clubs, they try to keep me as an MC because I was really good. So, you know, if you're good at something, they try to keep you there. They, they still don't want to pay you. So, I've ventured out as an MC for bands, and I made more money, and I got more uh, recognition. And uh, Al, uh, let's see, Al Green was the last person I opened for, Huey Lewis in the News, Brian McKnight, Pointer Sisters, <clears throat> Todd Rungren, Leon Redbone, uh, Average White Band, Ohio Players. I've so done. you've got to I've, meet yeah, some oh, I've got to meet a lot names. of people, yes. And they all like me. But they all still, like you? They couldn't, they couldn't do nothing for me because they can't do nothing for themselves. Oh, <laughs> but, I hear you. You know, time has passed. And let's see, you got some credits with like BET and Comics View Showtime. Yes, I did. my last one was Comics View. I did that last year, Byron Allen. And then I'm supposed to be doing Comedy TV and Craig Ferguson in the near future. I heard you've worked with Brad... Uh, Upton and Rod Long. Oh, we all started together. You know, they started here in the Seattle area. I started in San Francisco, but there was a Seattle-San Francisco connection, you know, 15, 20 years ago where we all crossed paths and we all became good friends and we've known each other over the years. And whenever we bring up each other's name, like right now, it puts a smile on our face. Oh, I, I know that they do a lot of those cruise ships. Have you ever done any of those cruise ships? 
No, I'm not ready for slavery yet. It would just see I I don't like it when you don't have control. I like to go out and golf and get in the car and drive around. I don't know. I haven't quite got used to the thought of being stuck out somewhere, especially if it gets put in quarantine. <laughs> Quar oh, yeah, yeah. Quarantine scares me because you could be 500 yards from the dock and you just looking waving at people. Yeah, as they get smaller. <laughs> you, hey, wait! You wait because you can't come in. You just have to, you know, you're Suddenly, like, oh, underwear go from five dollars a pack to thirty hundred dollars. I got twins. I like to go see. You know, I would hate for them have to talk to them from five hundred yards away from the shore, and they're talking. Hey, Daddy, how you doing? They're gonna let us out soon. I promise. <laughs> I don't. I can't quite get used to that. So, how do you think being a comic impacts your kids? Um. Well. I think um, my kids really appreciate it now, you know, and um, and children like comedy, you know, children, they laugh at every, everything on TV is comedy for kids, so, you know, they see their father, you know, doing the reality part of making people laugh, and, and I expose them as much to it as they can, so they understand what I do, why I'm gone, and and, and there's no resentment, you know, you get them involved, right. when I'm at home, they're involved, they're involved in my comedy workshops, I take them to shows, I let them hang out in comedy clubs, you know, with with me, you know. So you got some pretty clean jokes because Ty Barnett was telling me about the day he got called to school because his daughter shared one of his jokes at school. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have clean <laughs> premises. And I, and, and, and I teach that in my comedy workshop. You know, you can dirty up clean material, but you can't clean up dirty material. That's so true. starting out, everybody should try to write as clean because you'll get more work. There's more MC work, more... Uh, fundraisers, more benefits, you know, things like I did with the bands, you know, if, you know, I went to the band route, but I had to, you should have to work fairly clean, because there's, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear what they hear in comedy, clubs, which I don't mind, I like both, but try to clean it up first, and then when you get started to get famous, then go do like all the other famous comics, dirty it up, like Bob Saget, you know, he really fooled us all, oh, Bob yeah. Saget on a he lost me away, he was yeah, ice so cream funny. and cupcakes, now you watch his comedy show, you think you had a strip club, somewhere. yeah, <laughs> uh, there's some surprise in the bottom of the oh, cupcake, yeah. that's for sure, exactly, like, but that's fine, he used to use what he had to get where he had to go, and I, ha I can't hate, so what do you think of comedy today, um, I think it's came full circle again. I think it's it, I think it's more risque, you know. It's and now the cable is big. You don't have to be TV as clean as you used to be to get on television because now cable channels are covering a lot of comics that don't have to, you know, be you know, you know, syndicate clean. Right. Uh, the big three clean, well, like I say, NBC, ABC, and CBS. But uh, um, I th I think it's a different generation. I think right now we're dealing with the crack babies all grown up now. Right. You know, the, remember the, 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 that's uh, funny I say it like that, but back in the 80s, they had all those campaigns about don't smoke with, with the fetus, baby, and, you know, with a fetus in your stomach, don't drink, don't do drugs. And now these kids are all 25, you know, 21 to 25 now. And they're at comedy clubs with attention, with, with no attention span, unless there's balloons and confetti flying. Oh, I remember that guy last night. He was. Oh, yeah. Bouncing up and down in his seat and stomping right. his foot like he was waiting some goddamn horse. Waiting for a drug dealer. His drug dealer was probably bringing him Ritalin. <laughs> probably. Most people were for something else. He couldn't. And he wanted to get into the show and he didn't care. He thought he was the only one in there. But that's what you asked me about the comedy today. That's what we have to deal with to make laugh for the comedy of today. So that's why it has changed. It has to ha be more energetic. It has to be what we used to call mean comedy. Now, that's everyday comedy. You know, people always ask what we do about hecklers. What do you do? Um, 
I, I try to ignore them, but I'm the type of person, and I was a good MC. Remember that from Sorry right. About the Day? So I can talk to people, and when, the more I talk to people, I, I can interject more humor with off off of their reaction. My my action is off. My reaction is off of their action, and and basically I try to get a, a reaction from them. So right. So and and it, because when they make that initial uh, blurt out or whatever they want to be seen, then I I pull it out more. I instead of shut it down. I bring it out, and that way you really let them hang themselves and make yourself look, you know, ignorant. And then they have to leave because... I try not to make them leave. I, I really do because I, I know I'm the type of person, when I talk, people want to participate and share. Right. It, it just, it's just the way I'm, I'm a coach. I'm a big guy up there, and I, and I and I have, and I relate to a lot of people and a lot of things. So people want to share with me all the time. Do you think that people are intimidated when you first get on stage because you're so tall? Yeah, until I talk, until they work, until, you know, I start talking, and they look at me, and then I, and they see my expressions, and they see, you know, they, they look, oh, okay, we can watch this, you know, this is entertaining. And, and that's, uh, you know, the first thing, the rules of comedy, you want to, you know, you want to hit them with your first, you want to open and close with your first, your, your number one and number two funniest jokes. That's right. You got, you want to start, you want to start them laughing, and you want to leave them laughing. So my goal is to get them laughing quickly, and if you do that, and no matter how imposing you look, you know, or small, little, big, or whatever, if you get them laughing right off the bat, you have them. How has comedy changed from when you first started? Um, well, like I said, when I first started, they didn't have all the cable channels. <laughs> they were, they were, they were, I remember there they were, was like 10 channels. <laughs> yeah, there Showtime and HBO, and then there was your regular, your three, your big three, and then some syndicated channels. So t television was big, so we all strive for television because you got on that, everybody saw you. Now you get on TV, you might be on Animal Planet. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. You might be on a cooking show. You know, you might be on a station that, that we've never, you didn't even know you had. Oh, and we, and ah, and all these stations. But it's a, it's a TV credit. So right. that's how diluted TV credits have gotten. Um, still, we're lucky to still have, you know, Tonight Show and and David Letterman and uh, Conan, uh, George Lopez, and I no, I forgot a bunch of other ones, but those are still very recognizable, you know, shows. Craig Ferguson. Now, I have a theory that we change the world by making hard topics funny and uh, letting people laugh at them, which breaks down the boundaries, because now it's just percolating in the back of your head, and then someday you open your mouth, and suddenly you have a different opinion. So, do you think we changed the world with our comedy? We have to a certain degree, but uh, if you notice, you haven't really heard any really funny Bin Laden jokes. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was that might have been too serious. Nobody has came up with any good ones yet. It's uh, too I, soon. I, I don't know if it's too soon, but uh, I think our president might have more funnier jokes than anybody right now. But you know, and that's a hard subject. You know, I mean, I don't know why I haven't you haven't I haven't seen even Jay Leno making too many. He's always on top of something. But yeah, I think I think times have gotten so serious now that you know the, people need humor, and you know we can't make people laugh at everything anymore. And, and we can't make everybody laugh at the same time anymore, you know, people, and they don't laugh at everything, it's, it's weird, you can, you know, you can have a mediocre set in your mind, and people come up to you and say, you're the funniest person I've ever seen, nowadays, Yeah. it's like, it's, you know, and before, they would show you you were the funniest person, you you know, that they say, you know, you would know about a claws, a claps, and a hooping, and a holler, now, you can get mediocre response, and people just aren't laughing, you know, it's times are so serious, but thank God for comedy. We still keep, we're enlightening people with humor.
you know, we're keeping things like that going, even with the tough situations. What's one of the most fun events that you've ever had where you got off stage and you're like, God damn it, that's why I do comedy? Probably comedy competitions. Uh, I've done a lot. I've done San Francisco. I've done Seattle. I was a finalist in uh, Seattle. I was a finalist in San Francisco. I won the Spokane Comedy Competition, won Reno Search for the Star Comedy Competition, Alameda Comedy Competition, Sacramento Comedy Competition. And, you know, so winning those, you know, that always was like the that's the reason why I it was like because I competed because I'm an athlete so right. you know in comedy you really not a sport it's an individual thing but if you ever get to compete where they nail it down to who's the best for that time period that you're at right there in that realm and I was me that was that that made me that that I think was some of the best parts of comedy for me ever opposed to being on television I've been on television I've done all things you know but you know television isn't the the, the end of all you know when you go to television that's just the beginning you know you think man you made it television you're, you're gonna rich you're gonna make a lot of money so there were times I saw myself on TV at home and I had to rig the cable box <laughs> to get that channel <laughs> yeah <laughs> so oh we love to hear about that the worst road stories we love to hear those stories okay about. yeah tell us something well I I was I had one this year, but I'm going to tell you about El Nino, Nin <laughs> 1997, trying to get up from Sacramento, California, to Astoria, Oregon, during the storms when it was flooding, mudslides, and it was the worst situation ever. And we we made a cut off I five to hit to the coast on one on one, and there was trees falling, trees leaning like they wanted to fall. Then we got we got forty five miles from the gig in a town called Tillamook, and as we came into town, we went we were in another city before Tillamook, and they said you can't get through. We go, it's sunshiny, it's just wind, it's there's no rain, ain't raining days. They go, the roads are closed. You know, it's hard to believe roads are closed when it's nice weather out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just don't. I just think locals don't go nowhere. They don't know. He knew when you're driving on a road and there's nobody in front of you and nobody passing you for like forty five miles. Something's wrong. Yeah. And when we got 45 miles out of the road, we still saw no cars behind us, no cars coming, and the road was clear enough. And as we got into this town of Tillamook at 6 o'clock, the levees broke and the high tide came at the same time. Water rushed in the rental car and over the rental car. Oh, no. I, I could not believe it. <laughs> I stood up. I, my buddy was driving, Rick Polito. He was driving, and I'm I, and the car was lugging because the water was getting up to the engine. Right. I go get up to the hill, get in the hill, and the hill was a medium across the other lane, which there was no cars, and up on a little hill embankment. We got up there, and the car, and then we cut the car off, and water was just all around it. It was like the Ten Commandments, like he opened <laughs> he opened the ocean and closed it back on us. The street was clear. All you see was leaves and stuff, and all of a sudden, you just saw water streaming, just like the Ten Commandments. Oh, was, God. And we were stuck there in Tillamook, Oregon for three days. We couldn't leave till the water ran off, and the Coast Guard had to get our luggage out the car. And our car was the only <laughs> thing you could see. I got pictures. I could even, when I get home, I could actually pictures. Of even, a little red rental car was the only car you could see over the sea. It was like it was walking on water. Wow. That was a trip. And, <laughs> and you know, and there's no, no buses came in, no boats came in, no planes came in. You were stuck. You were at the mercy of Mother Nature. And the Coast Guard's coming and getting your ass out of the water. <laughs> I, I was making friends with the Coast Guard in case I had to take a boat to civilization. <laughs> I was going to have some buddies. 
They brought our stuff to us in a raft. Did you still do your, did you guys still do the gig? No, we couldn't get to it. We, we were 45 minutes away. Astoria was less than an hour away from Tillamook, and we, we were trying to get big wheels, somebody come get us, truckers. We, we were stuck. It's nothing. Water, that's when, that's when Portland flooded really bad. Remember when they had to put bag, right. uh, sandbags up, and everybody was losing, homes were sliding, and it was, it was the worst. <laughs> that, that was the worst. That, that is the worst story I've heard. You were stuck. Been, most people tell about the worst room. They're in the room and the people oh, are sharing. You and stuff. that? No. <laughs> I would love that ten times over. The feeling I'm going to die in a flood in Tillamook, Oregon. The cheese ain't that good. Okay? The cheese isn't that good. Now when you see dead cows floating down the road. You know, that's because cows can't swim. Yeah, and there was a lot of cows floating down the road. There was there were 18-wheelers underwater. All you seen was antennas. <clears throat> I was for that band, too, whoever they are. Uh, Uncle Cracker. Okay. If I can... There we go. I forgot to turn my phone off. Sorry about that. Sorry. Right. <laughs> That's fine. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot going on. Do you have, have any gigs coming up here in the near future in the area? Oh, I live in Northern California, and now I'm, I'm really striving towards the casinos. You know, I've been in comedy. I've worked the clubs. I've worked the circuits. I've done everything. I Right now, it's casinos. I'm trying to get the casinos because I really don't want to do the cruise ships. But casinos is less work and more money. And that at this point good. in time, and that's where I'm trying. I've been in this long enough to figure out that I can, I can, I can do less work and more money. That sounds awesome. Yes. So, do you have a website? Yes, DellVanDyke.com. So we can go see you at DellVanDyke.com, and we can check you out on Facebook too. Dell Van Dyke on Facebook. Well, yeah, please join. You know, I'm, I'm now I'm working out. Uh, getting traveling a little bit more again on the road. My girls are older, so now I'm coming up back to the Northwest, which was my favorite place to be up here in Seattle. I almost moved up here years ago, and the comedy scene is still great. And, and I'm ready to get back and get involved and know and you know get to know more of the comics, the newer up and coming comics, and hopefully get try. Get, we're getting a network going with Northern California, Oregon, and, and Washington to where we can have a, a circuit for comics. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. It'd be nice to. Get off those treble runs and yeah, you know, um, exactly. You know, I mean, and treble runs are what they are. They're good for experience. They're good for you to get out and exp and, and see what it's like to travel and, absolutely and, and be on time and make deadlines it because builds your backbone. It's still a business. What we do is it's fun. People look at it, they think it's just play, but it's really a business. Don't believe it's all play. Ne never. It's a business first. Well, you have to stick to it and have a reason to do it. Otherwise, why would you do it? Yes. And, and we, we enjoy doing it because we're comedians. You know, comedy is the hardest thing to do. Comedy is very hard. And, and, and when you get in this business, the easiest part is going to be performing. <laughs> the hardest part is trying to stay employed. <laughs> That's so, true. You know, you got to do, you know, but if you if you're computer, you know, savvy and you know you, you can put together websites and, and stay in contact with people facebook has really helped a lot with networking and, and staying in communication with people who don't like to pick up the telephone well thank you del so much for being with us really is that it yeah i still got more stories i've been doing this for five years you want to tell us more stories can i come back next week we'll do part two <laughs> <laughs> absolutely actually we have like one more minute we can do one more story one, one more minute i don't i don't can't get in the story how about my, my friend over here who's a product of the Class Act Comedy Workshop that I'm bringing on the road. He's our feature act, Shane Murphy. Hey, Shane, what's up over there, Shane? What's up there, Dale? I'm not sure we're going to get him all the way over there. Yo. What's up? Shane Murphy. I got one minute. 
to put myself over, I'm a bad son bitch. <laughs> but are you funny? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> well, thank you both for being on the Northwest Convergence Zone, and this is TK for NWCZ Radio. Bye. Bye. All right. Always good to hear from TK. We haven't heard from her in a while. I mean, she must have uh, been doing some bodybuilding. Well, she stuff had a lately. birthday. Oh. And I think she. What does that mean? Well, well she know. has wild birthdays. I haven't seen in a month. I had a birthday. She has. Her birthdays last like a month long. Is it some hedonistic uh, <laughs> birthday voyage? Sure, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing our lovely darling TK, who will be at the anniversary party. And you guys, that's another thing. You, you know, you hear us on the mics and stuff, and a lot of you don't know who we are so you get a chance to come out and be shocked at how ugly we are you just go in and find the goofiest people goofiest <laughs> looking people you're on the convergence zone aren't you're you you're on there aren't you yeah so uh so we're gonna have a little side stage you know for tk and the comedians you know right. to exactly you know Maybe not. <laughs> a little clown. Or no, music. we can bring we can bring a, a, a weight set for TK, and she can show <laughs> show people how in between she can, in between sets. She can do some deadlifts. She for can everybody. do what? Do like a oh. 167 pounds over her head. No, the, she's competition, man. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's a serious guy. That's like Wonder she's... Boy and a couple boxes of cornflakes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, it's always good to hear from TK, and we love what she does, uh, her in-the-field reporting. I want to thank Pete from Perry Acker for joining us, uh, Lou from Quickie, and all everybody else. So everybody, this is the last you're going to hear about it right here, Forever. because uh, next week we have a really cool show. We're, co- we're starting our third year with a bang, man. Yeah, I'm really excited about this show. What's because the deal with it? Do you guys remember a little show called Almost Live? Yes, sir. The host of Almost Live... Ross Schaefer? John Keister himself <laughs> going to be in on our show. Awesome. And a lot of you don't know the history of John Keister. He used to be a music reviewer, and uh, you know he was Mr. Hollywood for a while. So we're going we're gonna to dedicate a lot of time to talking with John about his career and what he's doing now. We're going to get caught up with him, and that's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited about that. You know what I want to ask him? No. I want to ask him why the hell is... Bill Nye, the science guy, doing those damn toll booth He's doing them, too. Is he doing... Yeah. Man. Yeah, I heard them both doing a commercial together on the radio about the toll booth. I'm not as excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can do a connection Let's, through him and get Bill Nye on and ask him what he's doing go. with that. Yeah. So uh, we're excited about that. And then uh, we have you know other guests that are going to be on as well. But that we're excited. Boom. Year number three. John Keister, baby. Love it. Uh, so everybody, come on down on Friday. Join us starting at 9 o'clock, Furwood Rock Lounge, downtown Tacoma. Um, there's not much more I can say about it, except it's free to get in. Get there early. There's going to be a lot of people. Why are you laughing about that? Nothing. That's great, dude. No, seriously. What, what's so funny? <laughs> there's not much more I can say about it. I, I'm just what, what I'm more, agreeing with that. Was what a, more can I say? That was a laugh of, of agreement. <laughs> <laughs> it is getting deep in here. A laugh of agreement. Yes. <laughs> I think it's a new thing. Well, I want to hear the laugh of disagreement here, Priest, so I know the difference. Uh, huh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All right. I want to thank the Saint for joining us today, everybody. Thank you, Saint. Thank you, Saint. Such Saint. a sweet, soothing voice. He, he works hard. Saint, buddy. want to thank uh, Squeeze and Wonder Boy for all their hard work. Not so soothing. Yeah. He's not soothing, but he does a damn good job. That's right. They're on the board. That's right. You're gonna be, he's going to be running the sound at the Furwood. Really? Uh, is he going to wear the big cow outfit, too, while he's doing no, it? No. The Saint. The Squeeze is. Not, oh, Squeeze. We'll make squeeze up your mind. Is. 
Squeeze is. Wonder Boy will be helping. He'll be doing his. He is going to wear the cow outfit, though. Everybody at about, I don't know, what is it, about 1130 or whatever, uh, you've been drinking, hanging out with all of us and partying. Find that cow. You think you see a cow and you've really looped it? No. It's truly a cow walking through the audience. Dogpile the cow. (laughs) I think we should crowd surf the cow. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. And we put candy in the the head, so it'd be kind of like a pinata. (laughs) We'll provide the sticks. We do that every. This is sounding really exciting, isn't oh, it? Wonder man, Boy? this is going to be fun. God, I love, That's see, all I'm talking about. So we have about. more to say about this exactly. show. You're right. What so. else can we make up? <laughs> and then helicopters are going to be dropping the GI guys, mm-hmm. and I don't know. The mayor will be there, and who knows? You know, it'd be interesting to have like a cereal eating contest. <laughs> what? I mean, just a side deal, and like, and have like bran flakes. So you just eat a shitload of bran flakes, I, and then then you see what happens. Load. No, yeah, you, that's the that's winner. Happen, yeah, I, your well, hey, I got a twenty dollars gift certificate to Patty Coins. We'll give out if we want to do that. Why don't we just use it before the show? That sounds good. That's even better. And okay. say you I left like it back at the office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, be with us next week. We're going to talk to John Keister. We want to see you off this Friday. Here's some Perry Acker to leave you with. This is titled "Prisoner." I'm Big D. The Gimmer. Double D. We are the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together.
This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.